Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everybody, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is a podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse and myself, we are going to be covering the life of Andrea Jabal. And the Miss USA pageant is quickly approaching. And now that all the states have crowned a representative, we know one contestant is going to rise to the top of all the prediction lists, and that is Andrea Jabao, Miss New York USA 2020, and she's preparing to win a third national title. No big deal. Her name might ring a bell because she is a former Miss Earth USA 2017 and Miss Teen United States 2015. Andrea is a 24-year-old pageant queen, published freelance model, public speaker, writer with a degree in public relations, and a minor in fashion. And while she has promoted numerous environmentally friendly causes on our journey as Miss Earth United States, her main platform is her More Than Enough initiative, empowering inner city and underprivileged kids, although she will always advocate for inclusivity and the environment. Andrea has all the makings to represent the United States at Miss Universe next year, but let's get to know her a little bit more so you can believe this too. Andrea is a first-generation immigrant to the United States. She was born in Cape Verde, which is a group of 10 islands on the west coast of Africa, and her family moved to Brooklyn, Brockton, Massachusetts when she was seven years old to have a future with better opportunities. Yeah, it's about an hour south of where I am. So mm-hmm. her, her family settled in Brockton, Massachusetts, where Andrea grew up and experienced life. She speaks four languages, with Portuguese being her first because her family has come from Cape Verde. Opportunities were abundant in Andrea's life at a young age. She began modeling and acting at the age of 12, and she has modeled for designers like Maury Lee and MacDougall. And in high school, Andrea was part of the drama club. She was introduced to pageants in high school by a teacher, but held off on this opportunity for a few years. And in 2013, Andrea moved to New York City to attend St. John's University. And this is where she obtained her public relations degree with a minor in fashion. Yeah, Andrea started the St. John's Best Buddies chapter at St. John's University, makes sense, which (laughs) led her to become one of Phoenix Magazine's 30 Under 30 for her philanthropic work. Andrea is passionate about her Best Buddies program because it aims to prevent bullying, like how her cousin experienced due to being autistic. And in her spare time, she enjoys watching documentaries and shows on the Food Network channel, and she published a book on self-development. She also shares inspirational stories to children, and growing up in an inner city, she saw firsthand how inner city kids don't always have the same opportunities and resources as other kids, and she's dedicated to making a difference. Mm. One of her many mottos in life is, today will be good day because I said so. She definitely chooses to look at each day as an opportunity for greatness, learning, and opportunity. After all, that is why her family moved to the United States, and and I really feel like this is a coaching moment because... um, like life is a choice and if she's choosing and we all know then we all experience days that are bad but like you can choose to interpret the um what's happening to you however way that you want so waking up and saying you know what i might not feel great today like jesse you don't feel great today but daggone it today is going to be a great day mm-hmm. it's so much about your your mental state it's like if you there's a great meme that goes around the internet and it's like if someone stole $12 from your wallet 
and you had a hundred and like a thousand, I'm, I'm killing the meme right now. Basically it was like the amount of seconds you have in a day. And if someone st- gives like, someone gives you a nasty look for like 12 and that ruins 12 seconds of your day. Don't let that impact the other. Oh, I know what it is. This is terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm drowning, Steven. <laughs> no, I get I, So I've never seen the meme. But like, let's say you have ten thousand seconds in a day. If somebody sold twelve of them, are you, know, are you going to sabotage the rest of the ten thousand for the twelve? Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's if someone stole twelve dollars from you, would you give them the other seventeen hundred dollars in your wallet? Mm. Yeah. Or or would you salvage it, like you said? That's exactly what it is. I'll find it and we'll post it someday because it's worth it. But um, I totally agree, and I think what Andrea like has done in her life, like taking the initiative to start the best buddies chapter, for example, people that just wake up and are content in life, don't just go that extra mile. So it really seems like Andrea does live by that motto. And it's so important to just make that conscious effort. Yeah. And this book, I mean, for, for everybody, if you've never read the book called uh, psycho psycho cybernetics, I highly suggest it. And it talks a lot about how you view life based on how you view yourself, like your self-esteem. And it's from a, the author was a plastic surgeon and then he went back to like get his uh, doctorates or whatever in um, psychology and then wrote a book to kind of merge the both. But it was just a really interesting concept and he talks a lot about this. Like you choose to visit, um, like your perspective on life is your choice. So. Okay, I found the meme. Okay, <laughs> I'm, gonna redeem, I'm gonna redeem myself. She's back. Okay, so I'm gonna read it exactly so I don't mess it up. Okay. So you have eighty-six thousand four hundred dollars in your bank account, and someone stole ten dollars from you. Would you be upset and throw all of the eighty-six thousand three hundred ninety away in the hopes of getting back at the person that took your ten dollars, or move on and live? Right, move on and live. See, we we have 86,400 seconds in every day, so don't let someone's negative 10 seconds ruin the rest of the 86,390. Don't sweat the small stuff. Life is bigger than that. Oh, I love that. Man. I feel redeemed. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Thanks for sharing. I've never seen that, and I'm sure like a lot of other people haven't either, but that's a great one. I when I was reading it, I was like, yeah, why would, they, why would that happen? Why would you ever give that away? And yeah. then I got it. I was like, wow, this really was a really backdoor way to be really impactful, but it worked. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So as mentioned, as mentioned before, Andrea competed in her first pageant because a teacher in her drama club had recommended it to her. And Andrea was an actress and enjoyed doing theater. So her teacher felt this would be a perfect fit for her. It wasn't until 2013 that Andrea took this offer up and her pageant of choice was Miss Teen Massachusetts USA 2014. She impressed herself by placing as a semifinalist in the top 15, despite not being the most polished contestant. So Andrea, in addition to um, what we just talked about was like her mentality. She is, this is her words. I have two life mottos. The first is stay humble, work hard and be kind. And the second is if it won't kill you, why not? (laughs) So this kind of is a great example of her putting herself out of her comfort zone and trying something new. And it's definitely paid off for her. Yeah. And I heard this the other day. I mean, recently, about a month ago, and it's like the only place you start on top is digging a hole. Everything else, mm. you got you got to go through like being bad at something. And, you know, Andrea, she didn't come out the gates like winning right away. I mean, she placed really like really well, but she just didn't come out like 
winning right away and like you know to her own admission she wasn't the most polished contestant and you know we'll kind of understand why uh, here in a little bit but also like around the 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 humble thing one of my favorite quotes is by c.s lewis who said pride is a strange and infectious disease whose symptoms can be found on everyone except the carrier and so by her staying humble you know she's able to attract more opportunities and more people that want to work with her so um Andrea, she's like very self-motivated, and since she wasn't able to afford a pageant coach at the time, which you know why she, maybe she wasn't as polished as what she could have been, she spent hours each day practicing her walks. Like she was like dedicated to do, spending hours and hours, um, and she would ask her friends to help her practice interview as well to help her prepare. Like she was using the resources she had at her disposal to perfect her craft so that she could go on and win these other titles. I love that she did that. And for those that listen to our podcast and like we don't know about our coaching membership programs and can't afford it right now, I would say you need to get a coaching session in when you decide to enter your pageant so they can do a baseline analysis of what you need to do to improve. And then I would say about halfway in your prep, you should do another coaching session. And then one about two weeks before, if you get any closer to your pageant, but then two weeks before, there's not a lot you can change. So even if you can't afford a year's worth of coaching. Those are three really key checkpoints. But what Andrea did is more than fine in the meantime. So a coach will definitely set you on the right strategy. And then you can do the work in the meantime. You don't need to spend a ton of money to have a coach holding your hand if you are self-motivated like she was. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So the following year, Andrea took on the same pageant system, but this time competing for Miss Teen New York, United States 2015. And it was a three-day event in March where the contestants participated in swimsuit, interview gown, and onstage question. Yeah, onstage question was Andrea's favorite. Her platform was her best buddies program because it creates an opportunity for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to create one-on-one friendships, integrated employment, and leadership development. Andrea, who was a sophomore in university at the time, beat out over a dozen contestants to win the title. Over a dozen. That sounds like a low number for New York, Teen USA. Well, it wasn't Teen USA. It was Teen United States. Miss oh, Teen New York, United, United States. States. Yeah. I am not feeling well today. <laughs> well, you, well, you told me that before the podcast. So not I get my it. day. Okay. <laughs> The United States 2015, and she also won highest in interview and most photogenic. Additionally, she won a modeling contract with MMG New York, a very prestigious modeling academy. Yeah. In, in fairness, even if it was Miss Teen New York USA, it would still be over a dozen contestants. I mean, like multiple dozens. Like, right. That's what I was like. I was like usually, <laughs> dozens of a dozens. lot of contestants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, the, the Miss Teen United States pageant would be the third pageant that Andrea ever competed in. And it was important to Andrea to show up genuinely and authentically herself. And uh, this is what won her the title of Miss Teen United States 2015. And fun fact, like I was like the MC at that pageant. So um, yeah, and time and time again, like you do see girls that show up and they're just genuinely and authentically themselves when with inside the parameter of like what's acceptable in a pageant, right? You know, you're not showing up wearing a trash bag and just saying, I'm being authentically me. This is my evening gown, you know, right. <laughs> but it's the people that are just the most comfortable in their own skin. Those are the people that have a tendency to walk away with the crown. Exactly. And you've, I don't know. I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but you've emceed multiple pageants that Andrea's done, right? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is kind of like, oh, here I am again. Oh, here she is again. Oh, she won again. Okay. <laughs> Swear it's not rigged. <laughs> so Andrea spent the year as Miss United States as a full-time student and promoting her platform, Best Buddies. She fell in love with pageants because it allowed young women to have a voice for others. And Andrea made sure to be actively involved with her platform with events across the states and on numerous podcasts and radio stations for interviews. Yeah, Andrea's top five pageant tips for women include don't compare yourself to others. Telling yourself that the judges are your friends. Oh, I like that one. Having a genuine smile, knowing yourself, and lastly, practice, practice, practice. That last one is <laughs> Clutch. second to none, truly. And she's like exemplified all of these. They really oh, for has. sure. Yeah. I mean, already we've co- we're convinced of all of these things for her. Mm-hmm. And after completing her year as Miss Teen United States, Andrea had her sights set on the Miss Division. She had learned so much about herself through competing as a teen. She believed she had so much more to learn as a Miss. And I, I genuinely believe in that feeling because, like, as a pageant contestant, you know when you're done, but you know when you're not done. And you're like, wow, like, I'm not done. So I, I love that she was able to identify that as a teen going into a miss. Yeah. And it's challenging to transition from age divisions. And I know we have some previous podcasts on that. But, mm-hmm. you know, she did it quite gratefully. So her first venture as a Miss contestant was at Miss New York USA 2017. Andrea placed as the first runner-up. And they have like 100 girls compete in the Miss Division. So um, not long after Miss New York USA pageant, Andrea found herself competing at Miss Earth United States 2017 pageant. Um, this occurred in August 2017, and Andrea was representing Massachusetts. And a fun fact, I was the MC at that <laughs> pageant too. Hello again, Andrea. <laughs> at just 22 years old. I age. promise I'm not a stalker. I just really like to MC pageants. Were those the only two? Those are the only two, yeah, right? Th- yeah, those are the only two. Okay, if it got to three, I'd be a little concerned. Yeah. But two, I think, will give you a pass. Okay, thanks. At just 22 years of age, Andrea shined over 46 contestants to win the title of Miss Earth United States 2017. She was crowned by Miss Earth United States 2016, Corinne Stalakis. And Andrea scored very high in swimwear and evening gown, and we know her interview was just as strong. Yeah, her court um, included first runner-up, Ashley Wade from District of Columbia, second runner-up, um, Amani Brown of California, and third runner-up, Sydney Wharton of Texas. And I, have, I want to pause for a coaching moment just really to build off of what you've already said about this, Stephen. You kind of said it as like an anecdote, but I want to reinforce it as a coaching moment. And the most important thing to remember when competing in a pageant is to be genuine. And Andrea described being genuine as being yourself as two slightly different things. So being genuine and being yourself two slightly different things in Andrea's world. And sometimes being yourself is an unguided piece of advice to give contestants. And as we can see through Andrea's journey, her experiences humbled her and allowed her to show up with a level head in each pageant she entered. She didn't need a pageant coach, a tragic story, or the best outfits. She just needed to be her genuine self. And the rest came easy. So to go back to your point, Stephen, you can be yourself, but it has to be within the parameters of understanding what that system is looking for understanding what previous winners have accomplished and trying to be your best version of yourself in that lane. Mm. Here's a question off the, off the cuff. How do you like, how do you Jesse keep yourself genuine? How do you, you know, like if you're acting, is there, hmm, if you're interacting with friends or maybe a different situation, is there something that you're like, am I being genuine right now? Or is there like an internal alarm goes off when you're not being genuine? 
I think so. So I'll give up. I was I was at a dinner last night and I could tell that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, when we were all in a big table, a lot of us didn't know each other super well. We we're all there for a birthday for a mutual friend. And I, I could tell that at some points, like I felt like I wasn't being as outspoken as I normally was. And I was just kind of like waiting until I felt comfortable. And at that time I was like, I'm not being genuine. I'm not being as outspoken. And then I got comfortable and then I was. So I think in life you are able to decipher when you can just relax. And I think the trick is, is also an interview tip um, from the late Don Baker was if you think you die. And that's an interview comment I give a lot of our clients because you can tell when someone's trying to find the right answer versus just being his other phrase was open and outward. Mm. And I think that's the difference of being genuine is you're not thinking you're just doing. Mm. Yeah. I would say that's a good parameter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that's a good parameter too. I, I know that with myself, um, I, I kind of start to feel it in my body. So afterwards I can feel it. Cause I feel like that yucky feeling like, Oh gosh, I was trying to put on airs or I was like really trying to put on a show mm-hmm. like to impress these people. Um, or when I'm there, it's it's almost like my body is taunt. And so it's it's like I'm I'm tense. Like I, I mean I have my shoulders like up to my ears right now. <laughs> like trying to replicate like what I'm feeling internally. Um so whenever I get like that, I'm like, relax. Like what like, who are you trying to impress? Or I, I start to focus on my breathing. Um because it's just I don't know, sometimes you get environments or, and, and it's like for guys, it's competitive, even if it's not competition. There's just three guys around the table and you're talking business or <laughs> you're talking whatever, reliving high school glory years. Um, and sometimes you can just slide in this competition mode. And it's like, whoa, whoa, like who am I competing with? Like, why am I trying to be these things? Like, I just want to be me. And I could, I mean, naturally, I've never competed in a pageant in the traditional sense. I've done the fitness competition, but I could see that it would be very easy to slide into that um, during competition. Sure. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I was just curious to see how you did it. Yeah. So Andrea then began her preparation for Miss Earth 2017, a four week long competition in the Philippines. And Andrea would represent the United States at the mall of Asia in front of a crowd of 20,000 people, which like, wow, when hosted in America, Miss USA or Miss universe, they do not have that many people in attendance. So that's a right. massive audience. For sure. And her preparation for Miss Earth includes months of clean eating, working out, walking, media appearances, and staying up to date with worldwide news. She also launched a school tour called Think Global, Act Local. And this allowed her to educate children on ways they can protect and preserve the environment. And additionally, she wants to share her own story and inspire others to follow their dreams. And the United States has never won a Miss Earth title. And unfortunately, Andrea was not able to break this. She still placed happily in the top 16, though, at Miss Earth 2017 out of 85 contestants in the Philippines. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's huge. So Andrea blessed her pageant fans and followers in January of 2020 at the Miss New York USA 2020 pageant. Everyone knows that winning the state of New York is a huge accomplishment in itself, and the representative must be highly qualified to compete at Miss USA. And cue Andrea. And she <laughs> gave a stunning performance in each phase of competition. She radiated in a purple swimsuit and shined in an orange gown. And this time, she did not end up as a runner-up. Instead, she is now 
going to represent New York at the Miss USA 2020 as Miss New York USA 2020. And fun fact, I did not <laughs> MC this pageant, nor was I even in attendance at this pageant. I was home. So, Well, I, I will point out, like, she wore an orange gown and her hair completely straight. So to those listening, you don't need to wear a white gown and big pageant curls to win your pageant. You can, in fact, wear a color. Yeah. Off my soapbox yeah, there. It could. I mean, an orange too, not not a normal color. Right. I mean, watch Miss Universe again this year and how many of them had a neutral metallic gown. I mean, let's see some color, people. There's a wide spectrum. <laughs> Boring. Anyway. Anyways. So <laughs> After learning more about Andrea in today's podcast, how can you not see her as the next Miss USA. I mean, Chesley Christ won as a strong, well-spoken woman, and there are many similarities between her and Andrea. And Andrea has only been Miss New York USA for a few weeks and has already chosen her Sherry Hill gown, traveled to Texas, and appeared at New York Fashion Week. So here, here's something interesting. Um, I had the privilege or whatever of helping to dress all the contestants at the Miss America... What was it Miss America 2015 pageant? So all all, all the contestants. Uh, it was the year uh, Kira Kazanstev won. Was that, mm-hmm. I think it was 2015. And so uh, at the time, I was brand ambassador for Tony Bowles, who was a sponsor. So like you know, I got to see like the process of how these girls um, chose their gowns, right? Which is kind of interesting to see this whole cluster of Miss America girls how they chose their gowns. And what was interesting is there was a direct correlation to how quickly they chose their gown and just was decisive. This is what I want. Bum, bum, bum. And to how they place it, Miss America. So, so go ahead. Yeah. Well, you, no, ask your clarifying question. No, keep going. I, uh, I think you're going to clarify it now. Okay. So um, now you can't be dogmatic about any one thing, but basically the girls that knew what they wanted chose what they wanted and didn't second guess their opinion, their decision on their dress had a tendency to place higher at mm. Miss America while the girls that were like, ah, I don't know. Uh, and they went back and forth and it took them like weeks or months to decide like, on what kind of dress that they wanted. They'd go back and forth and make alterations and changes. Those girls didn't place at all. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that says a lot for sure. Yeah. Because like how you do some things in life is how you do everything, right? So if you're very decisive of like, this is what I want, this is what I believe, and you're also confident in those decisions, I feel like that's going to bleed over to what your answer is in interview. You don't second guess your answer. You just, if you think you die, what you said Don Baker used to say. Um, So it's maybe the same way. This is what I believe. This is what I'm going to say. And you just roll with it in the same way Mm -hmm. with the dress. Yeah. Did did they, so my, my question was, were there some contestants that were easily persuaded when it came to working with the team or did the team kind of stay out of it entirely? So the girls that like, I got to check with my director and all that stuff. Um, is that what you mean by the team? Like their no, director? I meant like the, the Tony Bowles team. Well, Tony would just offer suggestions. Mm-hmm. You could do this. Here's what, you know, here's maybe what I suggest. Cause the girl would basically sit down and say, this is kind of what I want. She would design her gown. And he was like, is this something like this? So she was basically leading the min- the meeting. And then he's like, oh, maybe we could do something like this. And he would then offer suggestions based on what she rolled out. 
Got it. You know, so he wasn't bringing ideas to them. He was more taking their ideas, sketching it out, and then working with them in that capacity. Because I can see contestants without a strong sense of self, like totally caving to whatever suggestion they received as well, like trusting the expert versus leading the way. So yeah. I was curious to know if that was happening too. I saw, I wasn't in on, um, so I wasn't in on every conversation, right? But I always got recaps from Tony, like, okay, how'd it go? What would she say? Like, what was it like? Because I was really, I'm like, gosh, this is a really cool like behind the scenes way to do mm -hmm. just like data right on how these girls pick their dresses and if this has any correlations to how well they win or how well they place the pageant and so he's like oh so and so was like so she could not make a decision without her director mm. and whatever the director said she was like oh i like that or if the director would or she would start to say, well, I think I like this. And the director would be like, mm. she would just, yeah, to your point, would immediately cave. Like, it's mm. almost like she didn't have an opinion of herself. Um, and so she was just so leaning on her director that she would not do anything that to, like, buff that out. Got it. That yeah. feels like Andrea is the total opposite, which yeah. I love. I, I see Andrea as somebody that's like, no, this is what I want. But then if there's an expert in the room... And they're like, well, you need to consider A, B, or C. She was like, okay, I've considered it. And like, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I'll go with it because it makes sense. Or, okay, I hear what you're saying. And this is still what I want. But either way is good, right? I think she has the strength to be able to say that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I think absolutely. that's the difference. That is the difference. That is the yeah. difference. So, um, so back to Andrea. Like, while the title of Miss USA 2020 is up for grabs by any state, the title's of Miss Teen United States 2015 and Miss Earth U USA 2017 will always belong to Andrea. We know that Andrea will not assume that she's won the title already and that she is going to continue putting an immense amount of time and practice into her preparations. And we are excited to watch her compete for the biggest title in the United States. And we know you will not be disappointed by her charm, style, and her performance. And as always, we'll end in her words. She says, the woman I am today, a part of it is all thanks to pageantry. It's built in me so much character, confidence, and the skills that I am so thankful to possess. But why do I truly compete? I compete for the platform. Pageants give women a voice that is so loud and clear, and they are able to bring awareness and educate people on something they are passionate about and think is important. Mm. And if you'd like to be a featured contestant for our next podcast, create a contestant profile with like all of your information, some hidden facts, what pageants you competed in, title hold, titles that you've held, basically what makes you special. Then email support at Pageant Planet with the title podcast feature so we can review your profile and we'll let you know within 24 hours after you submit if you're scheduled also a special shout out to maria Gerlando for doing the research thank you for listening and if you've received any benefit from this show or from ones previous please consider giving us a five-star review it might seem like a small action but it really truly does help us keep the show going until next time take care Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.